I need God to bless me with the same forgiving heart that he blessed Rashida from Love & Hip Hop with. Because the amount of times Kurt hurt her, I don't know if it could be me. Hi everyone, it's your host Gorgeous Chi and thank you for tuning in to episode 6 of the Be Bold Podcast. So I hope everyone is doing well um, during this time. How has your last week been? For me, this last week has been a little bit sluggish. I've just kind of given my body personally some rest. I had a lot more Netflix and chill days than I usually than I want to have. Um, but overall, you know, it's great. Just thanking God for all my blessings. Those of you who are out there, me, essential workers, I want to say thank you. And I'm praying for all of you. I'm praying for those who, you know, have just been stricken by this crazy disease. And I am praying for everybody who's still working, who's still out there, you know, helping, you know, keeping everything moving during this time. Um, I... My work week, you know, with the end of the month and going into a new month, I had a lot of reports and things to do. And so I kind of focused on that. And I'm working on not letting things that I cannot control make me upset. So what I did was I came up with this idea to make a Be Bold social distancing challenge. A lot of people are struggling with occupying their time. People are like, what, what do I do? So now I don't have work and I'm just home. What do I do? Um, so what I decided to do was kind of make a calendar because we know we're going to be in quarantine um, or until April 30th. Guaranteed we know that. So I put together a little calendar of things and ideas that you can use if you are struggling to stay preoccupied during this time. If you need something to do just to sit inside and actually social distance, I put this together for you. So this is my bold review. Okay, so for day one, which was April 1st, um, I had make someone smile. So go way out of your way to make somebody smile. Day two, review your resume. If you need to, update it. If you don't, just review it, look at it. Um, day three, stretch to instrumentals. Day four, participate in the Don't Rush Challenge or any TikTok challenge. And day five, which is a Sunday, is of course to listen to the Bebo podcast. Monday is to try a new podcast. Tuesday, finish that book you put down. So you already know there's that one book you've been trying to get through, you haven't gotten through. This is the time to do it. Um, day eight, abstain from a daily vice. Um, so, you know, if you're someone who overeats, if you're someone who smokes, if you're someone who's been drinking every day this quarantine, take a day off. Um, day five, a journal prompt. Uh, what are five big priorities in your life? Listing those things down. Day 10, stay away from the news. Y'all, if there is a breaking news story, it will come to us when we need to see it. Turn off your news source for the entire day. Day 11, participate in the Ask Like That Challenge, taking some time to get your mind off everything and learn the dance and perform the dance. Day 12, on a Sunday, is obviously going to be listen to the Be Bold podcast. Day 13, add seven new words to your dictionary. There are multiple word of the day apps. You can just open up a dictionary on your phone and just add seven new words. Day 14, reach out to someone you miss. In the last episode I talked about, you know, a lot of people are going through this right now. Um, and we're not the only ones as much as it seems like it has put a halt on our personal lives. 
so reach out to someone you may, you may have not talked to in a couple months you know let, let them know that you're thinking about them and that you have well wishes day 15 create a purpose statement what do you feel like the purpose of your life is uh i was i've been reading the seven habits of highly effective people and they mentioned the importance of having a pur purpose statement which we can go into a little bit later on my actual page about it day 16 tell your parents a secret about you this is just to keep it interesting right um if you are a little bit older and you're still living with your parents take the time to talk to your parents about you know a secret and then maybe that they'll tell you a secret it's a great way to have um and start a conversation with your parents uh, day 17 learn a new recipe tiktok recipes there are pinterest recipes we're out here buying food every day try a new one and see how it tastes day 18 is a complete self-care day so whatever you personally do for self-care devote the day to doing that for yourself and day 19, which is a Sunday, is of course, say it with me, listen to the Be Bold podcast. Day 20, start a prayer challenge. The Bible app has some great prayer challenges that are like three, five, and seven days um, that can help you keep faith and keep yourself from worrying in this time. Day 21, watch a childhood movie. I'm going to download Disney Plus so I can watch all the cartoons I want to watch. Day 22, push your limits in a workout. So if you're someone who's been staying fit during this time, you know, you've been doing your basic workouts, maybe add an extra mile, an extra half mile. Maybe if, if you can, if, you, if you've been doing body weight stuff and you have weights, use weights. Maybe add five extra reps to each thing, but just push yourself in a workout. Day 23, this is journal prompt. What makes me feel what makes me feel good? So just write a journal prompt about what makes you feel good. Day 24, go on a slow walk. So depending on where you live, wherever you are, go outside, take all necessary precautions that you need to feel safe, and just take an intentional slow walk. And I, why I say intentional slow walk is because I went on a walk recently and I realized that I was speed walking. Because I live in such like a rush, everything needs to be a rush, and I just intentionally slowed myself down, like taking it step by step, and it made me feel really good. Day 25, learning a new skill. Learning a new skill does not mean you have to learn how to change an engine. Maybe you want to change windshield wiper fluid in your car, or maybe you want to learn how to change oil. It can be the smallest skill to the biggest skill. Maybe take devote, devote the day to learning a new skill. Day 26, which is a Sunday, is listen to the Be Bold podcast. Day 27, journal prompt, free writing journal prompt. Day 28, no social media all day. Cut it off. Stay to yourself. Cut it off. Um, tw day 29, call a friend and pray with a friend. Um, praying with family, you probably do pretty often. But, you know, letting your friend know, hey, I want to pray together. Let's talk about, you know, how, how we're feeling in this moment. And, you know, send them some Bible verses. You guys can speak on the phone a little while about that. Day 30 is also try a new podcast. There are podcasts about everything. In this world paranormal activity there's like these crime podcasts so try anyone day 31 choose next month read um, so choose the book you're gonna read for May and maybe even get started and this covers every single day in April so try the challenge if you try it tag Bebo podcast let me know you're doing it I am gonna be doing it too on my story and posting up what I do on my um, results from this challenge and this is just 
couple ideas to keep it light, give you something to focus on every day and kind of preoccupy your mind in this time of social distancing. All right, let's move into thoughts from an introverted black girl. So hey everyone, I have asked my sister Uga to join me in this episode talking about forgiveness. She's my younger sister and... Hey guys, I'm Uga. I'm really excited. When she told me the topic, I thought it was really interesting and I had a couple cents to, to throw in. So yeah, here I am. And she's also been doing nothing besides watching Netflix and so... Watch All-American. Yes. So how <laughs> have you been doing in this quarantine? Let's go through that first. How have you been doing? I've been hanging in there. I think... It's interesting that you guys are doing this episode on forgiveness because recently I've had to forgive myself a lot for not being as productive as I, I as I started. But I'm um, really understanding that this is just unprecedented times and, you know, I don't have to be doing everything and accomplishing everything in this time. Yes, yes. Like I said earlier in the episode, um, in the bowl review, I talked about my social distancing challenge, which is a bunch of light things you can focus on every day if you're worrying about, you know, how to be preoccup- preoccupied during this time. But... Talking about forgiveness was prompt. I prompted, what prompted this episode about forgiveness was a text, actually a Snapchat I received a couple uh, weeks ago. And it was someone who I had probably not talked to in over like two years. And they sent me this long Snapchat apologizing to me for the way they treated me while we were, you know, in the situation yeah in, in, in the situation yeah and so i read it and i was like mad shocked right because like nobody's perfect and that's something that i'm definitely trying to understand like nobody's perfect but what prompts someone to send a long apology text to someone else two years later and so i read it i'm completely at peace at the situation and i just only thing I replied was I accept your apology. I wasn't gonna keep like I wasn't gonna try to debate some of the things that he put in the text because I didn't really care. I just said I accept your apology, and for me that felt like okay, a lifted off of my shoulders, like a weight lifted off of my shoulders because I'm just like okay. I mean, I don't really need to think about or how he's how he treated me. I don't really need to think about it anymore. He knows he was wrong. We can completely move on from that. And so before. You get into it. I wanted to actually see what the definition of forgiveness is. Let's start. The freaking Google gave me the action of a process of forgiving or being forgiven. That's I hate me. when they give you the <laughs> definition that the word is in. It's like, nigga, I'm looking for the root. <laughs> exactly. The root. But then I found this. It said, psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious and deliberate decision to release feelings or resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who has harmed you, mm. regardless of whether they actually deserve forgiveness. Real. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting, nor does it mean condoning or excusing offenses. And so when I when I read this, I was like, wow, okay. This this means a lot, right? So not when you forgive someone, you're not condoning or excusing their behavior. And I think that's a lot, I think that's what makes forgiving hard for people because they're like, they don't deserve my forgiveness, but that's my personal thing that I'll get into a little bit later. But mm-hmm. Aga, tell me what you think about forgiveness. Just in, in general of your life, what do you think about you know, being able to forgive people? Yeah, I, I feel like I never, you know, they always say that line like um, forgiveness is more about you than the other person. Yeah. And I don't think that really set in for me until 
you know, life happens so much where you kind of have to forgive yourself or you won't be able to move on and you'll start to cripple under your mistakes. Yeah. So until then, I, I, that's when I really started to realize, okay, forgiveness is more about me. And then kind of that's, that's what allowed me to learn how to truly forgive. It's from having to forgive myself. And then learning how to forgive myself was kind of learning about, you know, getting closer to Christ and my relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. Um, his love for us, he loves us, you know, he died for our sins. He loves us even in sin. So it makes it easier to accept the things that you've done. Like, you know, part of the definition you read that I yeah. just jotted down was not condoning or, or excusing. Yeah. So I have to confront some of my actions that I've had. They're not right. You know, I've done things. I've made a lot yeah. of mistakes. I haven't done things that have been right. Yeah. And I don't condone those, but I need to forgive myself in order to give myself the opportunity to make the right decision the next time. So yeah. I think a lot of my forg- learning how to forgive has really been an inward journey for me. But I think it's really helped me forgive others because you're not going to ride with what people do sometimes. Yeah. No one is the same person. No but same person. when you realize that the way God loves all of us, it's like, who am I to say this person doesn't deserve X, Y, and Z? God's loving them still, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. yeah. And, also, and, and also something to consider, when you forgive somebody, that doesn't mean that they have to be in your life. Absolutely. Like, you literally can forgive somebody and just be okay with it like when i say that i got an apology and it shouldn't have taken me two years to have that weight lifted off of me because i should have just forgiven without having heard an apology yeah but that weight lifted off and i feel better so it's just like when i forgiving is not about anybody else that's something that you can make and that's something i never understood Mm -hmm. because a lot of times you don't get an apology you don't you don't don't. people just be out and then that's like friendships family relationships everything sometimes you just don't get anything you have to just Realize you have to realize. Okay, maybe I'm not gonna get anything from the situation, but I'm just gonna completely release it so I can exactly. move on to another situation. Exactly. Because you keep dwelling, and you'll never get the next blessing that's that's supposed to be exactly. Created. So just complete. I mean, you've heard me say before, like, oh, they don't deserve my forgiveness, as if my yeah. forgiveness is a gift to them, and, yeah. and thinking about like forgiveness as this is for you. You get to you get to have my forgiveness. I'm thinking of that as a gift, but. In all reality, then what am I doing? You sitting over there partying, and I'm just sitting here mad exactly. because I'm just like you don't deserve my forgiveness. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be rock hard and mad yeah. for how long? Exactly. And but then I had to come to that. I came to that when I'm like 25 years old. I spent a lot of years not forgiving people. <laughs> I spent a lot of years of just like you know f that bitch. Yeah. I don't know why I said f that, and then I said bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say, but I was just like, yeah. I but, just, um, it just yeah. no. I, I spent so much time not forgiving, and so in the process of me now learning, okay, how to forgive, and for me forgiving myself for not forgiving those people. Absolutely. Yeah. So then, what has been your pattern of forgiving? How have you forgiven people? So I think I'm I'm coming into a more healthy way of forgiving people because for a long time I just wasn't. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, really big on being like the cutoff queen, um, you know, just exiting them from, from from my life. And that's one thing, but exiting someone from your life and then kind of still holding bitterness in from it and replaying yes. the situation yeah. it makes you kind of cold and like because mm-hmm. you like oh I'm never going to let this happen to me again because X, Y, and Z so every relationship you enter it's like oh well you know I'm going to show life you know yeah. I'm going to show myself yeah. that nobody's ever going to do me like that you're going in <laughs> friendships with mad and, and relationships yeah. with mad like cold heartedness and yeah. like bitterness so I think recently it's been a real big pride thing for me because I have pride and I really I like to say myself yeah. I live by a principle like you can't just do certain things and yeah. you have to have a code, you know. I you mean, have to have a, code. a purpose. Yeah, exactly. If, if someone if someone interrupts you moving forward in that part, 
you yeah. wouldn't forgive them, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you're right, Absolutely. you wouldn't forgive them. So yeah. it's like, I've, I've always been hard on, okay, this is principle, you know, you don't live by yeah. no code, I yeah. can't F with this. Yeah. But I think recently, like I said, it's really been, you know, my relationship with Christ that just makes it so easy to just have that conversation now where it's just like, I still don't agree with what you did. Like, we can mm-hmm. we can replay it back at all types of story. I don't agree with what you, what you did, but I'm not going to say that you're a horrible person because of it. Yeah. I've done equally as shitty, sh- as shitty stuff. Um, but I like to keep those yeah. conversations, like, short still. Like, you know, replay what happens both sides and just be like, you know you know we're young you mm-hmm. know people do people do things that are not right sometimes i might not be rocking with you but i'm not about to harbor that and i really wish you the most i wish you love kind of extending that love still mm-hmm. or saying it with love is, is one thing that they really you know call out in the bible just yeah. being able to when you're saying things make sure it has value integrity make sure you're still upholding your own like integrity yeah um so being able to express it with love but then you know i think it it helps because those conversations for me are not long it's like okay well you know I'm, I accept it, you know, and yeah. how do you just move forward? And I think it's helpful because I literally do feel like the burden lifted. Like I just had a forgiveness experience recently and it was literally just that, um, you know, whatever it is with, with her, it's just like, it doesn't have to be anything right now or it doesn't yeah. have, you know, it's not like we're about to move on exactly like we were, mm-hmm. but I'm not about to say I'm, but just keep saying I'm mad about what you did. I'm mad about yeah. what you did. There's what am I doing? Mm-hmm. What else? What is that doing for me? So yeah, and it, it feels like it's like rocks. Like, like, not, not rocks, cement blocks, like, tied to your legs. It's heavy. And holding you down. It's heavy. When you choose to be mad at someone for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. instead of just, like, just saying, okay, no, I'm going to move forward with this. And so... And it makes you, like, start to assume shit. Like, yeah, in your you, head, you, you, you keep thinking it, about it. You, you did this because of, now, this is the reason we did this. Oh, it has to be deeper. So you did this because you probably felt some type of way in sixth grade when I did, like, you know, yeah. some, like some you'll really start making assumptions and driving yourself crazy if you really don't let them cinder blocks go. Yeah. Um, and that and that's just, like, I, and I, what I what makes forgiving easier to me because a lot of the forgiving experiences that I have had usually it's just me forgiving myself for not forgiving those people then completely forgiving those people mm-hmm. without even hearing anything and then yeah. that's just how that's just how it has to be yeah. but then my my heart does feel a lot lighter yeah but when it comes to friendships for you mm-hmm. how easy is it for I know it always depends on the degree mm-hmm. of what happened but how easy is it for you to have that conversation with someone what's the turnover time yeah what's like okay the thing happens is it five days later is it ten days later is that yeah. a month later like what does that look like for you I mean I usually want to just get out in front of that conversation mm-hmm. as fast as I can I think the one thing that has changed about me is like the the energy I go into it with because I people already say I have like a strong energy and yeah. I come off strong so if I say you did something that kind of goes against a principle that I think we should be living by in our friendship mm-hmm. um, and you do something I'm gonna get out in front of it I'm gonna call you out and I'm gonna say something but I don't yeah. want I've learned now to not have it sound like calling you out yeah because what I have realized that in the past I've done the call out you know blah da 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 and they face with the the fingers all this stuff that's that, that's not forgiveness still to me because then you'll now have to not only forgive that person, but forgive yeah. yourself for acting you act- out of character. Yeah. So, um, what were we talking about? Friendships, right? Yeah, friendships. Okay, but yeah, so, so yeah, I think I do like to have that conversation soon because I don't like things sitting with me. And I think how I... And sometimes I feel like... Let's get into it. Um, sometimes <laughs> I feel like when it comes to friendships, when it comes to friendships... I hate to see... I feel like sometimes people will give a lot more leeway to, like, a nigga more than they friends. Mm-hmm. Like, people will give a nigga a lot of chances to come and explain yeah. themselves, blah, blah, blah. And I think friends should be giving way to the 10th degree of that. You don't if, think that yeah, people no. give their friends a lot of chances? 
Well, I, I mean, it, I think sometimes I'm not gonna just call women, but I think I, well, I'm not gonna call out women, but I think sometimes people can be really cutthroat with their friends, and it makes mm-hmm. sense because it kind of digs, it hurts a little bit more. Yeah, because the friends are usually want, so you yeah. expect more. So it's like, oh, well, that was fucked up. I'm done. Cut. Mm-hmm. So I think with a guy, when when you knew the guy for three months, you still trying to. Oh, I, you know, I want to see the good in him, you know? I want it to work. You're going to keep yeah. trying to have those conversations. Yo. And I think I'm just really... <laughs> call, call, I'm, I'm speaking to somebody who's yes. listening to this. But I, I think I really... I take friendships mad seriously because I already don't have a large mm-hmm. group of friends. Um, but I take friendships mad seriously where I feel like um, it's it shouldn't be confrontation it's, it's yeah. communication of course yeah. how you communicate it's it's gonna make it seem like confrontation and that's something i've had to work on how i communicate but you should be it says iron sharpens iron like yeah. you should be willing to if you if i've known you for mad long call me out yeah. please don't have me out here wild and don't have me out here looking crazy if you think it's, it's disrespectful to you the world people mm-hmm. call me out because we're supposed to be friends like that yeah um and i feel like you know I feel like that's what really grows or strengthens a friendship. Like, I've had... The most valuable friendships in my life have been the people who have really just called me out. Like, even if we drunk and we get into a whole argument, they're not backing down because they know what the fuck I'm doing is stupid. Mm-hmm. So I can go and fix that. But how I was talking about how people treat men, it's like... People don't be wanting to, like... You know, people be giving their men mad time to, like... Well, you know, maybe he was just this, or well, you know, yeah. maybe. So I think we have to have that same energy when it comes to our friendships. Let iron sharpen iron. Let us grow together. We're not the same people. And that forgiveness, the forgiveness conversation can be like you guys learn. You and you guys from, learn more about each yeah, other. Like that's how it should other. be. That's yeah. how, and that's how you guys grow in friendship. You know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like getting off the whole like cut people off thing. Yeah. It's funny that you said like the leeway to their niggas because the first opening, uh, the opening segment to this mm-hmm. was I want God to bless me with the same forgiving heart that He blessed um, Rashida from Love and Hip Hop because Kurt be doing her bad. Troy, you know damn well I don't watch any of these shows. <laughs> oh, you don't know Rashida? I just oh, yeah. Pulled yeah, you keep, keep it up with Kardashian. <laughs> just grab you because they were throwing hands and okay, nobody to separate them. If you don't know Rashida uh, from Love and Hip Hop, um, her husband on almost every single season has cheated on her. Has cheated on her. He brought a baby into like a, a new baby, like, and she keeps forgiving this man. I'm, I'm not telling her sure she should stop. That's her husband, but that heart. The way to forgive is still like look at this nigga every morning. Yeah, it will hurt me. But back to the topic. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, that's yes. There's such a you're, fine you're married line. though, so I was like, you can't really tell you. No, what not to even. Do. I mean, there's such a fine line because it's like you shouldn't be willing to be disrespected. That's yeah. what you should never yeah. be willing to be disrespected every mm-hmm. time. I just seen. That's why I know I'm about to get into this reality TV shit because I yeah. just seen Waka Flocka saying that he did Tammy a favor by cheating on her. No, he didn't say that. Kid. He said it made it her made her a better person. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I can't watch that. That made me sick. <laughs> that made me sick. Okay, so maybe you're not into the reality TV, but, yeah. but the, the forgiving portion is to repeatedly have that conversation with someone, right? Like, you know, what you did hurt me. Mm-hmm. I want to move forward from this. How do we fix that? Like, that's a mature conversation yeah. to have with anyone for any reason. That, and my next thing was going to be family, but because you brought it up, let's talk about forgiveness in, like, your different relationships or situations, mm-hmm. right? Like, sometimes, you know, you don't hear from somebody, so then you have to just personally forgive and let that and let yeah. that go. And, this, and that's harder. That's harder. Because that, then you will, your mind will be erasing for days thinking about mm-hmm. making those situations up, like you said, mm-hmm. like, thinking about situations like, oh this, oh, this happened because of this, this happened yeah. because of this. Yeah. And it could not be that. Like, people go through... It's really, it's one thing you really have to understand is like 
in anything in life, you're not the only one who goes through certain life situations. Like people have like family members who pass away, people go through financial hardships, people go through so many different things that can cause them to, you know, either become distant or become rude and they might not have the skills to communicate that. Mm-hmm. And so that that thinking about that, not I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody, yeah. anybody, but the fact that you can be going through an actual situation yeah. that you're trying to deal with, just for okay, let me forgive you because maybe if you do come back and say something, then, you know, it, maybe it'll be valid. Maybe if you, yeah. and then maybe it won't. And then, oh, but me assuming that, okay, maybe you're going through something in your life will just stop me from putting in all those situations in my head and makes it easier for me to forgive in the moment. Mm-hmm. So then when it comes to time for that conversation to be had, you can have a clear conversation. Yeah. Because if you stay wondering what someone else is doing or wondering why they treated you a certain way and they mm-hmm. never give you an explanation. When that com- conversation comes to happen, whether it's a day after, two days after, you're not going to approach it. Mm-mm. You're not going to approach it right. You're not going to get the answers that you need. Yeah. You're going to have a clouded judgment. Exactly. And either way, it could be either anger or you yeah. wanting this person back so much. all the situations in your head and yeah. what really happened. Exactly. We with some bitch? We with something? No. Yeah. My mom was sick. You And then, well, how and do you feel? That, yeah. Right? Or I went through Absolutely. a huge financial hardship and I, I didn't feel like talking to anyone. That's humbling yeah. as hell. It's, and it's like, think about the, thing, the different things that you go through in your life, right? That make you not want to communicate with someone or make you rude. I know when I know when we're going through a lot of things, you know, at home, it does I become like a horrible person to talk to. Like I mean, I don't want to have conversations. I don't want to. I don't care about really what's going on in other people's lives, and yeah. that's just true. Yeah. So it's just like. No, I agree. If I know that that makes me distant, then I why wouldn't I? Why would I think that someone else is living a perfect life on their side, exactly. and nothing should ever make them distant? So it kind of just like thinking if you think those things through and understand that because that is like. A reality for a lot of people all the time it will make it so much easier for you to forgive them for yourself remember this is not condoning any behavior this is not you know excusing anything but you forgive them for yourself so mm-hmm. when a conversation does come to happen you can approach the conversation um, with a clear mind and with an open and forgiving heart and then you can yeah. make a rational decision on how you're gonna move forward yeah. and you can choose to move forward without that person exactly um, like the resolution to the situation I was telling you guys earlier about snapchat um, the person had like snapchatted me like two weeks after that just a video of themselves mm-hmm. and I wasn't like upset or anything but I <laughs> sent like, a message why? back I was just like hey person's name mm-hmm. um, I really do appreciate your apology I accept your apology a hundred percent but I just don't see a friendship coming here because I just don't want him to continually snapchat that was me a mature approach, yeah so yeah. I was like I, I don't want to see a friendship coming from here but I really do appreciate your apology and I really do accept it yeah and I put things that I put best wishes with everything going on right now. Mm. This fucker, right? <laughs> replied back, understood. Like, nigga, people are sick. Not even <laughs> wish, wish me well, nigga. No, but wish me well. Gotta and forgive. That's how you can tell. Yeah. He's probably more on the yeah. fact that he was probably more than the fact that he was rejected more than like you know thinking about other things. Absolutely. But I digress. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, just being able to approach things with a clear mind is a is a really big point in being able to forgive people Absolutely. because um, if you're trying to find an answer that's not there like if you get stuck on what situation you made up in your head and you try to find mm. a, an answer that's not there not going to be a productive conversation Absolutely not. Um, like it comes to a point like we're, we're adults right we, I mean the degree of what happens in people's lives is very different but thinking about those, like, those little trivial situations that happen that really don't um, matter in the long run like they always say if it's not going to bother you in five minutes uh, five days, 
five weeks, five months, don't be thinking about it that long. Yeah. Um, and just being able to like let it go and be able to forgive. Absolutely. Absolutely. So forgiveness in families. Yes. I know we can talk about this. Yes. <laughs> forgiveness in families. Now, I used to be the type of person where when shit came to blows, I would be the one not talking for two months. I'm talking, I would be able to walk through this A house. Grudge. And I mean, I not look at anyone in the eye. A grudge. There's a time where you walk straight past me in the hallway at school. I was like, damn, we have taken this in high school. <laughs> taken this really? in high school? Yeah, it was a couple times. A couple times. It was like over that's the course of, we were arguing over the course of like a week. Okay. Um, that's that's not healthy. Like, I brought it to the schoolyard. Like, no one needs to see that. Yeah. Like, no one needs to know that we're arguing type of thing. So, um, Forgiveness and I, family forgiveness should be simple and yeah. easy. That's all I have to say. Family forgiveness shouldn't be harbored. Um, all depends on the degree of the situation. Mm. But me- remembering that forgiveness is for you. And I'm going to read that forgiveness definition again before we go into our next se- segment. But understanding that it's for you and completely. And if you don't understand that now, you're going to understand that more in the future. That's yeah. It took me a very long time to understand because I thought my forgiveness was like this prize for mm-hmm. people. Oh, this person's going to think they got one on me if I forgive them. They're going to think I got one on me if I yeah, forgive them. Yeah, it's a and pride. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's a pride thing. And yeah, it's, it's like, they're going to think I'm so stupid that they can do it to me again. But that situation, like I was telling you guys before, really made me understand like forgive move on let go you can leave that whole person in the past and you can just feel better you don't have to feel guilty for forgiving them and not accepting them in your life or any friendship from them you don't have to feel um like someone got one up on you Uh, i mean i'm just going from family to back to relationships but yeah i mean just i mean families are relationships in itself you know and i think with everything it's just that same it's like it's it's for you and then just having a degree of like you know understanding perspective not everyone's going to take something the same way we're all so different in, in our views so what might be something that's crossing the line for me is not might not be for somebody else yeah um i think just communication being able to communicate that and of course you know like i said you know we're all young Mm -hmm. so it's you know it might come off like when it when you're first getting into situations you know you might not communicate what you're trying to communicate as clearly it might not be as not aggressive or you know it might be come off a certain type of way like i know there's certain ways that i have to communicate with you to receive there's certain ways you have to communicate with me to receive yeah and as you kind of learn those things over time and you and you move past situations because all situations really should be moved past you kind of know for next time okay you know this is this is their love language yeah they need to be talked to i can't just go in her room and, and be like oh you need to do this yeah i'm gonna be like are we are we are you corny or you can't <laughs> exactly like, no so, no for yeah, real yeah. yeah understanding i really growing up with sisters oh, and the older brother but growing up with women in the house the learning curve it takes a little longer because we have those weeks kind of like stupid things happen yeah. or even if it's like you know maybe it's not that stupid someone says something disrespectful to you and you have to like just find it in your heart to forgive and you have to find it in your heart to when someone's giving you apology to believe them, mm, right? Because um, some people apologize and they don't really mean it. But if someone's coming out of their way and giving you a thorough apology, I feel like it's in your best interest to believe them. Because mm-hmm. if you take the apology and you fake forgive them and you're thinking, like, oh, this bitch don't really mean that shit, so I don't really forgive her. Mm-hmm. You just still along in it and then they're living fine because they're like, if I finally get off my chest, I can yeah. finally ask for forgiveness. And it takes a lot to ask for forgiveness anyway. It does, like, it, it takes a lot to admit, you know what? I know I'm wrong. It does. Let me go to this person. In the times that I've had to forgive somebody, or I've had to be forgiven, 
wow. Yeah. It took me a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was one of my biggest regrets. One of my um, close friends, we had this argument. Literally, we were just drunk. I didn't talk to her for a good, like, three months. Not... I realized after the first month I was wrong. And spent the last, the last two months <laughs> trying to figure out what to say. Cause I just, yeah. I'm like asking for forgiveness from someone else, saying sorry to someone else. Like, how is this person yeah. going to receive what I am saying? I hope they're receiving it. You know, I hope they receive it well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is the pride. Mm-hmm. Like, washing away pride does a lot, does a lot to you. And I'm able, I was able to ask for forgiveness. And it wasn't nothing. We went out the same night after I asked for forgiveness Fair and had fun. So, yeah. Very humbling. You said something that reminded me of a situation like, you know, a, you know, if it's, if it's apology that doesn't seem like a, a good apology or like a real apology and you give like a fake forgiveness and mm-hmm. then and it, it reminded me of a situation that I had, you know, going into last, like from last summer where, you know, a, a situation happened that was like extremely crossing the line for me and um, I convinced myself that I was over it and, you know, I got an apology for it, but I feel like I didn't give myself enough time to to like go past it so i they gave me an apology that was real in their mm-hmm. eyes but mm-hmm. i'm still creating situations in my head yeah so they're like oh well, i'm so refreshed and that's so but every little thing that we got into after that it was like well remember <laughs> back in june yeah. when you so it, it yeah. was it's really like i think for that my mistake was not giving myself enough time like things like that especially when there's it's a, you it's do a, need time you do need time a, to forgive yeah. too yeah when it's a relationship that's important to you really yeah. think it out yeah. journal if you need to mm-hmm. ask for advice from people that you trust is huge because yeah. sometimes you just need to know am i bugging a little bit or is it like yes so ask yes. for advice for people you ask your therapist like mm-hmm. ask somebody um because it's like I was not ready to forgive at all. Mm-hmm. And it left me in a situation where every single thing that person did irritated the fuck out of me. Yeah. And they're moving around like, oh, I'm so relieved. Like, we're so forgiven. And, and you look at you look at the car with like, side eye. <laughs> Society, I just like I fucking hate this nigga, and he's like, yeah. So where are we about to go eat? So merrily, merrily, merrily down the motherfucking road. Exactly. So, so what is your timeline? Like, what is that? I mean, obviously the degree of everything. Yeah. But when I'm thinking about like forgiving someone, Mm -hmm. I think I mean now in my more mature understanding of it, it's just like okay, so the situation happened. Yes. Yes. The situation made me sad, mad, upset in some way, Mm -hmm. right? Living in that um, time. And then moving on to questioning why did this really have to happen, right? What was the purpose of this happening? Yeah. Um, And then you make the situations up in your head, right? And then you realize you have no control of a situation or any other people's actions. Yeah. And other people's actions have nothing to do with you. Exactly. And so then that's usually my timeline. Then I have to just forgive. I forgive for whatever happened because... At that point, if you're not getting an apology, there's nothing more to dwell on. If you you can be dwelling for days, I can make scenarios up in my head for days. Yeah. Because if I can make scenarios up, period. Yeah, exactly. You I'm Louis out in Greece. <laughs> did it exactly. You have to yeah. just let things go, yeah. and that is a hard lesson for me to learn. In fact, I'm even talking about it on podcast. It's really crazy, but it was a super hard thing for. Um, me to learn so I understand but I understand the benefits of it now yeah. I understand it makes you an amazing communicator to be able to like talk to someone about how you know they hurt you yeah. or to even admit that you hurt somebody it makes you a great communicator yeah it makes for you to have a light heart to be able to you know move around and not constantly think about you know other people's opinions of you and situations yeah um, and, and I mean oh, no. and, and that timeline you gave 
um, you know, that first step where it's like, why did you do this? Why is it happening? Yeah. I think my mistake for the majority of my life was trying to have that conversation while I was still in that phase of it. Were you still in Because when you yeah. have the conversation and you're still in that phase, you go to them like, how could you do this to me? How could you... You go in there with anger instead of kind of moving through your own stages individually. Like, okay, why did this happen? This happened now. I accepted it. When you accept it, like after you kind of get that initial anger, frustration... Why are they doing this? Type out of your situation, out of your out of your system. That's when you have to go talk to mm-hmm. them. I think it's what I've learned is that I usually because I like to go in strong and because I like to address things head on. I have fuel in me when I'm addressing it, so it's never productive to me. It's never it's never helped. Where I just go in and I'm just like, nah, well you fucked up and you did X, Y, and Z, and that's yeah. like it's not that's not even that's not even forgiveness for me. That's me just trying to have a vengeance. You know? Yeah, and this and I think that's a lot of the stage why. That's the stage many people have the conversation because they have questions. Mm-hmm. And so when you have questions, you obviously are going to go to seek out answers to those questions. And then yeah. you end up making, whether you decide to stay in this situation or the friendship, um, you make a clouded judgment. Because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I got my answers. I can forgive them for what they said and I can move on like, happily in this. But maybe you do need to continue going on down the line. Like, okay, yeah. I can't control people's actions. Then forgive them. Then have that conversation yeah. with them. So it's like... Before you got answers, you're already okay with not getting answers and you understand that you were hurt and you don't need the answers to make a decision Mm. because you need to make a decision based off what, I mean, happened. I mean, the answers may change change a lot, but you will be able to more effectively get and receive those answers if you've just forgiven them prior to having the conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. So, for today's daily devotional, Uga is in charge of giving you guys a daily devotional talking about a little about her experience with forgiveness and um some of her babel that's my baby so welcome to the daily devotional hey guys so i'm delivering a little bit of the devotional today and um it's from a verse that really was the root of of forgiving myself and forgiving others um and it's about god's love so it's from first john um chapter four and it starts at verse seven i'm not going to read the chapter, uh, it's verse 7 to 20, but I'm not going to read everything. There's just a couple parts that I want to highlight. Um, and it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. And this love, and this, the love of God was made uh, manifest among us, that God sent his only son in the world so that we might live through him. Um, so that's just God loves us. That's the premise. God loves us. And... Um, then it says in this love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us. So really it's, it's knowing that, of course we know we all love God, but when you know God loves you, it unlocks a whole nother level of, you know, God understands you. He understands your heart. Um, and it says, if anyone says I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar for he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And I think that was like a huge part because it was like, when you think about God's the the love that you feel personally from God, yeah, people are feeling that too, yeah, and people are feeling knowing that God is is to God died for our sins. God mm-hmm. is forgiving people daily and allowing them to wake yeah. up renewed. So if you're gonna go to another person and be like, I don't, I, I love God, but I don't f with you, yeah, you're not Doesn't understanding that sense. God is ex- mm-hmm. extending a level of forgiveness to that yeah. person. And if you want to be with God, you want God to rock with you, you want to continue to hear God and mm-hmm. have a relationship with God, you have to extend that same love to a certain degree. Yeah. And God knows we're not perfect. He knows we're yeah. imperfect. And he knows we're human. And he knows we're, we're subject to, you know, worldly and emotions. And mm-hmm. he allows us to feel, but 
you know the way he loves you he loves all of us so yeah so that was great and remember how you said we were, you were doing the same prayer challenge as me mm -hmm. um a journey from worry to confident Confident hope, hope. Mm -hmm. there was a there was one of um the devotionals that day geez but i I screenshotted just the prayer that our father prayed and I put it on top of my phone in yeah. these trying times. But the part in this prayer um, that talks about and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're asking if you this is be a daily prayer for you. If you are praying and asking God to forgive your debts, knowing damn well I shouldn't have cursed, but right. knowing damn well you was out here in Wyland. You know speaking. Exactly. And, wh and why yeah. not forgive if we're asking someone to forgive us why not forgive those people? Like yeah. even in even if someone said something slick to you yesterday and you it was on your mind, just like whatever release it doesn't it. matter, and, and just release it because God's releasing us of you know any sin that we have committed. Yeah. So why right, not right. forgive someone else with a if sin they committed and understand? Yeah. yeah. And what I love about that mm -hmm. player that plan is like. It's breaking down the Our Father prayer. Yeah, yeah. And it's something that the Our Father prayer, when you grow up in like a church, like that's something you kind of just repeat off head. You exactly. just say it. Yeah. And realizing like that, that's such a deep prayer, the Our Father. And I used yeah. to just repeat it because I knew the words. But and, actually going and I would just prayer, yeah. And I would like start all of my prayers for it because I felt like that was like entering the password <laughs> to start my prayer, you know, because it, it just, it's so yeah. in my memory. But I unlock the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I'm like, hey, God, I'm here. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be praying. Yeah. But I, I started after I read, I finish that that challenge or that that prayer plan i i'll be in the middle of prayer and i'll break down the our father mm -hmm. and i'll just start saying the our father prayer yeah. because it's so huge um give us our daily bread forgive us our trespasses yeah. we, we forgive those who trespass against us it's, yeah. it's such a deep prayer so um I love and that it means something yeah it's me and it means something and it's just like not to be so automatic with it when you pray like you said yeah. before like really understand that you're literally asking God to give you the nutrients for your body for you to complete the task Amen. of the day Amen. Um, Amen. and you're asking God to forgive you of your sins as you forgive yeah. other people for you know how they treated you so I hope that you guys got something from this episode when I tell you guys it has taken me years and years and years to understand how mm -hmm. to forgive people mm -hmm. and understand how to forgive situations yeah. I've had many people in my life tell me all the time like you need to forgive you need to forgive you need to forgive it just makes you so much lighter of a person and a person who can accept love in a way because mm -hmm. you finally release all of what was making you super hard yeah any closing statements yeah i mean and, and and you know we all just have to give ourselves grace we're young yeah we spent sometimes we spend years kind of you know following an agreement yeah you know, uh, agreement in our lives and it's not going to ever be easy to break that down but start something simple start something slow and i tell you i had some of my biggest forgiveness moments in the past month mm -hmm. since we hit quarantine where I'm just getting way more introspective and if I'm, I'm getting way closer to the Bible and I'm just going to start slow yeah. I'm just extend extend an olive branch have this conversation so give yourself yeah. grace you're not bad for the lack of forgiveness that you've had you're not a bad person but start every day trying to do a little bit good yeah, and like um, like I said before, maybe you can start practicing forgiveness with forgiving yourself for certain situations. Huge. Maybe, and that's how you start practicing. Yeah. Take it slow. Um, thank you guys all for listening to yeah, episode this was great. Six. I love this. Did you have fun? Yeah. That's good. This is a good conversation. All right, guys. Bye. Bye Stay guys. safe and healthy.